What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek Lavasser. And I'm Cody Calfieri. And I figured I'd say my full name again because it's been a while <laughs> since you've seen me. It's like, in case you didn't know, that's who we are. What's up? What's up, Cody? I haven't talked to you. Nah, it's like we talk every day. I know. Now it's like we have like a different intro. It's like we, we haven't done the intro in so long. Now it's like, wait, what are we doing? Right. What are Things we have doing changed, here man. for the show? I feel like I've aged a little bit. You know? I know. Like, no, you it's, know, it's 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 good. I'm a traveling I, man now, bro. I'm black, for real. I'm We're cultured. Like, I've seen, I'm cultured. I've seen some things. <laughs> I've seen some things now. Kids got like three kids now. It's crazy. <laughs> what you guys didn't know is a lot of things have been happening. But no, it's it's coming into it really quick. We were both traveling. I decided to take a trip right when Big Brother premiered. And then right when I got back, Derek took a trip with his family that he already had planned. It's not stuff mm-hmm. that we can change around. Uh, and so I, I know there were a lot of people in the comments like, where's the hit list? When are you and Derek coming back? Have you guys stopped doing the show? And no, we haven't. We are now going to be together every Thursday night. We're doing the interviews every Friday. But it was just those first two weeks were a little different. And honestly, I think the best thing we could have had was Tiffany covering the live feeds because Facts. she's been consistent. She's been on twice a week covering the stuff that we're not covering on the live feeds. And so it's been a, a, a great one-two punch in my opinion. And so let us know guys, because we've been seeing a lot of positive feedback. We've been seeing some things going on on YouTube, seeing on Twitter. So if you guys are, you're seeing this stuff and you're liking what you're seeing, repost it, share it, tag us in it when you do so. And we'll make sure to comment. If you guys don't like what we're saying, if you guys have issues with what we're saying, Share it as well. It's not a problem. And obviously, you guys already know, like, subscribe to the channel. These are two things that drastically help us get into the algorithm of YouTube. And on the audio platforms, drop a five-star review. Leave a comment if you're liking what we're saying or if you don't like what we're saying. But all these things really help our channel grow. And obviously, we're trying to bring in more people like Tiffany to cover different aspects that were not for you. So we're trying to make this as well-rounded of a channel as possible. And we do appreciate what we're seeing back from you guys right yeah and i'm glad you brought up tiffany she's an absolute rock star she's killing it love having her part of the team if you've been living under a rock and you don't know tiffany's covering the live feeds and the challenge right now her episodes drop on monday and wednesdays and then you have cody and i on fridays and then our exit interview on on saturdays yeah real quick on the you know doing a little house cleaning because we've been away for a little bit it we do read the comments so we and we want to read the comments because we're looking for feedback to constantly evolve constantly change and just a couple quick things for for people who may not completely get our system we're only getting five to seven minutes with the evicted house guests now for the exit interviews mm-hmm. we're gonna call them out i thought cody did an amazing job with pooch and amira and i'm he's my boy but i'm being honest i told him that from hawaii yeah but we're not gonna there's not a time to really get into the the weeds of it and we've offered to do longer versions with amira and we're gonna do it with nicole but we're not in for that gotcha moment where we're gonna get two questions and we're gonna like give them 30 seconds to respond. We don't want to be cutting them off. So we're going to offer to Nicole tomorrow to do a longer extended interview where we can really dive into things, things that you want answered, things that we want answered. There are going to be other interviews out there where they might take their five or 10 minutes to just hammer them. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'd watch it. But Cody and I, as former house guests, we know what it's like to come out of there. We're going to hit them with questions. We're not going to completely throw them softballs, but we're also not going to get two questions and ask them the hardest possible thing we can ask them when they don't even have a chance to process the fact that they're outside the house. Some of you may like that answer. Some of you may not, but it is what it is. We're going to stay true to what we like to do and how we're going to do it. And like I said, if we have a longer interview, we will hit those areas. And just as one more caveat to that, Tiffany as well. Some of you have said you want Tiffany on the exit interviews for the reasons I just said. That's why we're not doing it. Tiffany and I have talked about this. She's completely on board. We got five minutes and we already have two interviewers. We're not going to add a third one. She wouldn't even get a question at that point or one of us wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense. So Tiffany already knows she doesn't need our permission. She has full, you know, discretionary judgment over if she wants to have them on. I've said to her, hey, if you want to interview every single house guest that comes on, uh, comes out of the house, you're more than welcome to do so. And she'll tell you this to herself. She don't hold back. Tiffany's pretty straight up. She's like, Derek, I don't even know if I want to interview him because I don't even know if I'm going to behave. So that's a little house cleaning just so you guys are in the loop as far as what we're doing, what we're not not doing, why we're not doing it. We're loving the growth of the channel. You guys can see the numbers. We're we're growing exponentially. I think, what would you say, Cody? We're already over 5,000 subscribers gained just since BB24 started. So we're loving the feedback. We're going to constantly change. 
we got a lot of things planned for the future. Some really exciting stuff at the end of the season, right? Yeah. We were talking about going to be absolute fire. We're going to do the live stream for the finale again, for sure. We've kind of started it. We got to keep it going. Yep. Um, that was the only house cleaning things I could think of. Anything else that you can think of? No, I, you hit on all of it. And it's just, it's the way that we're going about it because we're two players that have been in the house, come out of the house. And we know, and I'll tell you this straight up from my perspective, they the production, the PR team there, they tell these house guests what interviews, you know, are what kind of questions are going to be asked by the different types of interviews. And I know there were interviews that I turned down. I was like, I don't want to answer. I don't want to go on a show like that. I don't want to answer those questions. And I don't want to be interviewed like that because like, I don't need to be like, oh, gotcha. Like, uh, I just want to get them on the questions that I think people are seeing on the, that or people are seeing on social media. And so it turned me away from doing a lot of interviews because quite frankly, I feel like everybody has moments in the house where they're going to come out and be like, man, I wish I didn't say that, man, I wish I could take that back. And I know we all had that. I know I've had that multiple times, especially playing the game twice. Same. And you as well. And so we don't need to be the two players that honestly, quite frankly, not to like toot our own horns, like these people know who we are and they respect us. And like, I don't know how they would take it if we just come at them hard. And I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want that happening. Like some person that I love was Jeff. If I came out of the house and Jeff started just trying to hammer me and like get under my skin, I'd be like, it would make, it would completely change my view on him. And that's why we appreciate people that interview like that. And that's why we're going to do that. We're not those type of people that are just looking for that 10 second clip. That's going to go viral just so that we can appease people on social media that want a deeper dive. Like, guess what? You guys all have access to these people on social media. You will be able to hold them accountable the ways that in the ways that you see fit. Derek and I, we're not going to give him softball questions. Obviously, like I felt like I held Amira's feet to the fire a little bit, not too heavy, and yeah, people the short were window you had too. Yeah, and people were still unhappy. Like, listen, we know we're not going to please everybody, but it is what it is at this point. This is just who we are, and so we can hope we we hope that you can appreciate that, and we hope that you still keep coming back for more. So that that's really just kind of some of the things that him and I wanted to touch on before we even got in this episode, and now we're like, you know, no, I think it's good. I think in. it's good. No, I think it's good because I do think responding to people and you guys are our family. We're all in this together. You're, we don't grow without you. We've said it a million times. So we are, you do hold us accountable. And there are things that you guys have suggested that we do. Like, for example, tonight we're bringing back the hit list Mm -hmm. simply because you guys keep asking for it. We weren't planning on doing it this season. It's kind of late in the year and not even late, but we like to start from the beginning because it holds us accountable where if we're wrong and we got to jump them up four or five spots, that's bad on us. So yeah, we got a little bit of a cheat sheet now because we already the season's already started. So we're we're still going to do it because you guys asked for it. So there's positives and negatives to the to the comments, but at the end of the day, it's feedback for us. It's the only chance we have to get feedback from you guys, and that's some of our rationale behind it. Again, you may not agree with everything. But that's okay. That's the world that we live in. Not everyone agrees on everything, and we can still all get along. And I think you can enjoy the content. Find and a I common will, ground. Find, find a common, common ground. ground. And I do think. We're down to five minutes for these exit interviews, which sucks, to be honest. But we are grateful, if anybody from Big Brother that's watching, we are grateful that we have that time. But I do hope that 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 time gets extended again. I know they're allowing a lot of people to do interviews, and nobody's better than the others. I know there's a couple like Entertainment Weekly, us, they're always going to get their interviews. But I am hoping that eventually it gets back to the 10 minutes because five minutes is really, really difficult. Usually like to give them a softball question, something to warm them up. And then you can go a little deeper because you have the time for it. But five minutes, literally five minutes really doesn't allow for it, but we'll keep working it. We'll keep bringing back the interviews we do for the most part. You guys do like them. People had a lot of positive comments to say Mm -hmm. about your interview with Amira as well. So I think we just keep rolling with it. We'll keep making adjustments and hopefully you guys keep coming back. Yep. And without further ado, let's get into the week of Big Brother that we just saw, starting off with Monty winning the HOH um, with the competition that I did on All-Stars, where you have to like slide the glass down the table, which is a game that I think we all play quite a bit, Uh, you know, maybe when we're boozing a little bit. I've had some fun with that game. I'm not as good as it. I'm not as good in the house as I was outside of the house, but Monty wins the HOH and the week starts off with kind of like chatter talking about 
who are we going to nominate? Are we going to nominate Taylor and Nicole? Because we really want to target Nicole. Nicole has been starting to bother people. Everybody starts to really see Nicole for what she is and how she's trying to manipulate situations. She's really not doing a great job of hiding that. And so they're starting to talk about Nicole as a possible target. Or they could go the easy route with nominating Alyssa and Indy and then possibly backdooring Nicole. But then we see this conversation with uh, Monty and Taylor. And Taylor ultimately just kind of like levels with them and says, Monty, I don't want to go on the block anymore. Like I've just been public enemy number one. I'm in this alliance and I want to have a week off. So like can you please give me a week off? And for Monty, I thought it was pretty good and he played it really well. In the sense of like he wants to build that trust and everybody in the alliance was alliance was on board with it. Right. And it's a good thing. You you form this alliance. Taylor was a crucial part to have the numbers. Right. The seven people in the alliance is a big part of having the majority in the house. And the first thing you do to solidify that would be to put her on the block. Like that's not that's not great. No, no. But it is a good move for Monty because Monty. I don't know if he's doing it for this reason, but for me, you know, you always want to bring someone in who feels like they're a free agent. And I feel like mm-hmm. Taylor still, she feels like she has some people that have her back, but I don't think she feels like she has that person yet. I think she's still feeling that out. And so she needs someone to step up and say, Hey, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I really do have your back. And I'm going to prove that by not putting you on the block like everyone else has. So I feel like initially that's a very good move because Taylor might look at him and say, you know what? Next, when I'm in HOH, I'm going to return the favor because nobody's really done that for her yet. Everyone's kind of used her as a pawn. So I, I, I thought it was a good move as well. Yeah, they they've they connected a little bit in that conversation. You saw the two of them kind of talking about how the two of them are strong players and it would be nice to see two people like them at the end of the game. And they've, they've now connected in a way that I think is going to help Taylor feel a little bit solidified. Another thing happened that is, I think, helping Taylor because like we all we all talk about it, right? We talked about it when we were on season 16. When you have this big alliance, you want to have a sub-alliance. And we saw the pound had formed between Turner, Kyle, Monty, and Joseph. And so now you see Michael, who I think is just a gamer through and through. He's like, you know what? I need that sub-alliance within this big alliance. And you see Michael and Brittany start to pull Taylor in on their side and go, let's do a final three. They had this conversation in the bathroom. And so I wanted to get your take on those three creating a sub-alliance in in the main alliance of the leftovers, but – I mean, I have my point on it, but I wanted to think, hear what you had to say about like those three joining. Are that is that a good trio in that group? And do you think those three can actually beat out the other four that are in the alliance? Because you essentially now have the pound, and then that final three between Brittany, Michael, and Taylor. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be tough. I don't know. It's gonna come down to competitions wins, right? Yeah. I mean, but, what, what what is your thought on it? Like, what do you think? I now thought I'm in suspense. I thought they could have had. I thought they could have had four people like wouldn't you want to be a majority majority, a majority within the sub-alliance like I was like you Mm -hmm. gave yourself a minority in the sub-alliance why did you do that and also it's like Michael is the only one that's winning comps in that group so far you know Brittany I think in the competition that she won she was partnered up with Michael so I'm like what I I don't know if it's because Michael knows which I totally think this could be and Michael knows that those other guys are super super tight because I don't know that they're necessarily hiding how close they all are now because they've already gotten called out. The leftovers got called out this week. Yeah, so I, it's, it's, a, it's a done you know, deal. They know. They, the, the whole house knows, which lets me know, like, okay, this isn't a great alliance per se. Because if you're a great alliance, nobody really knows who's working together. And ultimately, after the vote got blindsided and Amira went home, they were able to kind of formulate, like, okay, who's this alliance? Why, why are we getting blindsided? Why are we on the other side of the vote? Which is mm-hmm. what... They did this week, which was smart, but it's like, I think you already, like, they already smelled the blood in the water. But can they even do anything about it is the actual question, which I don't think they can. No, but but I agree with you about the majority to go back 16. And we do a lot because it's, it's our point of reference. We had the bomb squad, which was eight members, right? But yep. then we had the detonators within the bomb squad, which was five members. So mm-hmm. again, majority. And then within the the detonators, it was a little weaker, but we had LTA for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. So that was three out of the five members of yeah. the detonators. And then finally, we had the hitmen. So we had yeah. these layers, but each layer, we were always in the majority where as long as we were loyal to each other, we could control the vote. And you do bring up a great point. If they're not in charge for the week and they want to make a move, they don't have the numbers to do it if the remaining members 
feel some type of way. So I think you might be onto something. It's very obvious that there's a bro- bromance with the Monty and Kyle yeah. and Joseph. They're just like their relationship now is almost beyond game. When yeah. you see it, like they're actually tight with each other. You yes. can tell there's a, yeah. there's a bromance there. And once that happens, it is hard to kind of infiltrate that because once it goes beyond just strategy and it's more like, Hey, we just like hanging out with each other. Yep. That's, that's tough to, them. that's tough to break, man. It's tough to break. And it goes the opposite way. Like you have Nicole where at first everyone loves her, but then there's some things where people just aren't connecting with her and it's like, they can't stand her. Mm-hmm. Well, this is another side to that where, once it crosses over to just like, hey, I just like being with this person, whether it's a, you know, a bromance or even just a showmance. It's that's that's hard to uh, that's hard to kind of infiltrate and create cracks within. Yeah. Well, you saw that kind of happening, which kind of brings us to our next point. You know, Michael comes up with this great plan and he pitched it perfectly to the alliance and got yeah. the alliance on board, which, again, we were talking about this earlier. It shows how Michael just has this grasp on the game. And it's when you're not in power, but can still sway the group. That's the best player in the house the mm. one that can do things even when they're not in power and he gets the alliance to get on board with actually keeping the nominations the same and sending Alyssa home that week and then you saw the dilemma with kyle and the dilemma that kyle's now in because now all of a sudden kyle is like catching feels a week ago kyle's talking about sending Alyssa out the door cold turkey doesn't even care about her and now this week this kid's like drooling at the mouth every time she walks by and a, and a breeze touches him he seems to be like Catching this kid's walking around fully erect half the time he's in the house and he's talking about how yeah. horny he is. We've caught him on the live show like four different times saying he's horny. I'm like, hi, yeah. get a grip, guy. What are we doing here? It's uh, it's interesting to see in that house because you, you, we don't see it on the outside, but it, the big brother, when you're living in there, it actually becomes your world. It's like living on a, on a deserted island where like you've crashed and then people can either really bother you or they can there's like a love that forms for friends and for uh, and for others and i think like someone like Alyssa, he may have met initially in the outside world at a bar or something like that and there may not have been a connection there but when you're in the house with someone for so long and there's not many people to choose from and that's not a uh, knock on Alyssa at all it goes both ways so i could say the same about Alyssa looking at kyle a certain way I think she thought he. I think they always thought each other were track, attractive, yeah. but would they connect in the outside world? Maybe not. I, they seem a little bit different yeah. as far as their beliefs and all that stuff. But yeah, it, now it went from a week ago where he's like, "I could take her, or leave it," to now he's like, "She's a she's a, she's the hottest girl on the planet. I can't. Yeah. I love her." Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I was like, "Dude, what a three sixty. But you know what I think it was too. I think Joseph like kind of scared him a little bit. He like said to him one of the times I saw it on the feeds. I didn't show it, but like Joseph turns to him and goes, "You got you can't be thinking what you're." with your and and he was like oh man he was like i just want the alliance to know that i'm fully all in with the alliance i don't care about her and i think it was a lot of that that was kind of clouding his judgment and then once he was like okay wow i actually like hanging around with this girl like whatever it is what it is that's when i think he like steered over towards her and i was like he's gotta be careful he's gotta be careful right now he's okay but if they continue down this path, we saw a little bit on the episode tonight where they made a segment. And I know it's all fun and games right now. You got Joseph with the blinds and stuff. Trust me, it's for half a million dollars. If there's a point where the numbers are dwindling, I, if I'm Joseph or someone else who's pl- trying to win the half million, I'm bringing up the fact that Alyssa and Kyle are always voting together. Mm-hmm. That's as strong as of an alliance that you can have. If it's outside, this is the same thing as the bromance. A showmance is an equal. They're going to always vote together. So it's something where I know he was concerned about it, but the the jig's up. Everyone knows that they're kind of in a a thing now. And so whether he likes it or not, they are paired together. He may be forced to sooner than later make a choice because if the leftovers are smart, she's not in the leftovers. So the first thing they need to do is bring Kyle back in, reel him back in Mm -hmm. by making him show his loyalty by sending her pack in as soon as possible. I got to be honest with you. I think what he's trying to do is carry her to uh jury. Cause of course. if I'm being honest with you, bro, like does Kyle come across? I know Kyle's there and I know he's gaming, but does, does he come across as a person where you're like, he's winning this game? No. And I think he feels the same way about himself to be hundred <laughs> percent honest. I <laughs> think he's there having a Maybe. good time. He's enjoying it. He likes that he's in this Alliance. He loves the game, but like, do you think Kyle watched big brother before this? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Shout out to Kyle because I sent you the thing. We didn't put it up, but there was a clip that you guys sent us, and thank you for that. Yeah. 
it's surreal to see this because people have talked about us on the feeds before, but not necessarily about the winner's circle. And he was talking to Monty and he's like, Hey, have you seen the winner's circle with Cody and Derek? So to just kind of go back at you code, he did do a little research before he got in the house. Yeah. That's a really good point. That's a really (laughs) good point. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I might have to, I might have to take my words and swallow them right there. He was, he he was, he said he knew exactly that we were researching and he knew our thing about, which didn't make the show, by the way, he knew about you and I always playing pool that's the mm-hmm. only time we would talk. So he could have he could have watched an episode of this and, and found that out. But he might have done a little bit more research. Now, that all being the case, could he also be there for a good summer while also knowing the game? Yeah, I think that's very possible. Hey, man, when I went on Big Brother the first time, I was there for a good I wanted to have a good time, too. And I wanted to play the game. Maybe I wanted to play the game a little more than he did because I knew there's – I did not care. Like you could say whatever you want about, you know, I knew I didn't want to have a showman's, but now I'm in the showman's. It's like when I went on that first time, I was like, I don't care. I am not getting into showman's no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, kudos to Kyle for doing the research and shout out to Kyle for, for mentioning us on the live feeds. We do appreciate that. And so now we get to the veto, the veto gets played and uh, Kyle and Daniel win the power veto. And one of the weirdest veto comps that I had ever seen, it was, bizarre to watch they're trying to like make it this psychedelic competition and then they were obviously recording stuff in the dr which none of them are you know real were really great at that it just kind of threw me off and dragged on but then now the whole conversation comes up of okay monty has to have the conversation with uh daniel and nicole he wants to make sure that they know okay don't use mm-hmm. a veto daniel we already talked to kyle we're gonna get kyle on board Kyle's, and I mean, if I have to, if I had to hear, which I don't have to anymore, had to hear Nicole one more time say that she was a detective and that she knows how to read people and catch, you know, catch people in their lies. I was like, I was like, Nicole, my goodness. Thankfully, you went to be a chef because she was off. She was so off on that whole thing. And then Daniel, guy's a weenie. Yeah, no, it's. I feel like I have to address, I'm not going to spend an hour on it, but all I'll say is this, just like any other job, because you and I were talking about it, Yeah. just like any other job, there's no knock on Nicole. I don't know her career as a police officer, what she did, what she didn't do. I saw tonight on the episode, she said she was a detective for two years. I only did 13 years, so I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a salty veteran with 40 years on the job either. Um, <laughs> but it's But it's one of those things where... Just like any job, whether you're a basketball player, whether you're a chef, whether you're a lawyer, just just because you're a lawyer doesn't mean you're a great lawyer. It doesn't mean you're a bad lawyer. But there's all lawyers will tell you that within their their firm, there are lawyers that you would prefer to have representing you over others because they've all done different things. And it's not necessarily saying they're bad or good. It also could be experience. So, for example, she was saying she was a detective tonight. We had uh, we were a smaller department, but we had detectives who were juvenile detectives. So basically all they did was handle juvenile cases and essentially go to court and deal with the juvenile hearing board. And they weren't doing undercover work. They weren't doing interrogations. So I think the term detective can mean a lot of things. Now, that being said, she could come out tomorrow and tell us that she was undercover narcotics for two years. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. But hey, listen, positive note. I don't want to hear anybody saying anymore that because I played it was cheating because I was a detective, right? <laughs> and also, we've we talked about this earlier. How many guys and girls have come in? I think I think uh, Nicole was the first girl. A lot of guys came in after you. Kathy, we had a cop. Kathy, Kathy. that's right. Kathy, man, she was not great. Um, <laughs> then we had Glenn. Then we had Steve. So we had all of these other. We had an FBI agent. An FBI agent, which like was Steve, four. right? Season. No, FBI agent was way back in the day. I can't remember his name, and I apologize, but. Uh, he played years ago, like one of the first cup five or six seasons, and he didn't do great. Yeah. So they're in this conversation with Monty, and they're and they're talking, and I don't know what, I don't know from what Monty was saying in that conversation. Maybe you could shed some light on it. Made them think, oh, he's backtracking now because Taylor doesn't have the votes. Which, hello, ding dong. Everybody's been getting flipped out over Taylor the last two weeks but i guess from that conversation you realize that the votes are not in taylor's favor and so you know what daniel even though he wants you to not use it you're going to use it anyways that was probably one of my favorite lines 
That was probably one of my favorite lines. He goes, I know you don't want me to use it, but I'm going to use it because you don't want me to. I was like, Daniel, yeah. my goodness. Daniel uh, definitely is one of those people where he, he's brought it up all season. This is a super fan, super fan. Sometimes you can over you can overplay, and he's definitely overplaying it. And I do think paranoia plays into it where you're constantly overthinking things and everyone's out to get you, and he's seeing people go up in the room, and he's thinking – they're telling me one thing, but what is he really trying to get? What's mm-hmm. what's the actual agenda behind his words? And I'll say just the move in general didn't make sense to me because, yes, I know that Alyssa – it was Alyssa and Indy, right? They, mm-hmm. they were two people that were on his side and he was afraid of losing them, losing a number. But to risk putting up your number one just to get out someone who – in Daniel's opinion, isn't really that big of a threat. Like she's someone who he just doesn't like. He personally doesn't like her. That's clear as yeah. day. Yeah. Um, it was a misstep and it came back to bite him. And that's a, that's a, that's something right there. We, we were talking about where you can go from winning the first HOH to not making jury. And if he doesn't win HOH, I'm not spoiling anything here. If he doesn't win HOH tonight, he's got, he's more than, unless something crazy happens in the house this week. Yeah. Michael has another agenda other than Daniel. He's going home. Yeah. He ain't wrong. He was saying at the end of the episode tonight, just buy my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> buy show. my ticket. And you he, know what I saw? It was like I couldn't wait. They're uh they're gonna use this sound clip. And it was like, it was like, I can't believe I have to live with these people. And then it was like I was like, they're gonna use that on the intro for the next episode. Oh, yeah. You know when they do that, they show like Julie does her little intro, and then they're going to show that, and then they're going to get into the episode. I was like, Daniel, thank you for that sound bite. Over under, how high of a chance is it this week Daniel blows up? Uh, I mean, what's the he doesn't over win under? If he doesn't win tonight, if what's the likelihood you think he blows up if he doesn't win HOH tonight? He's he's containing it just to see if he can win HOH. I think he blows up on the house. He could even self evict. He, he, <laughs> I don't know, man. I really, I, I don't, so I don't think he would self evict because the super fan in him wouldn't let him do it. But I think that he will. I mean, we've already seen him blow up, right? Like, he's going to bid. He loses the HOH and say, like, Taylor walks by him and, like, looks a certain way in his direction. He may, like, freak out and say that she's trying to, like, manipulate mind gain some situation that is happening in the house and he's going to blow up on her. And yeah. so, I, I mean, he needs to – if he really is a super fan, man, he needs to dial it down. It's like, bro, you yeah. got – got, and you did it to yourself. No, there is nobody – and maybe that's why he's being so hard on himself. There's nobody to blame but himself. I get that you saw the vote get flipped. I understand that you feel like an idiot being on the outside, but, but we talk about this all the time, right? When you're in that house – you have to bite the bullet. You have to go in and be as nice as possible and be as cordial as possible with everybody, no matter what. You got nominated, you go up and make somebody feel like there's no threat. You're not a threat to them. You get blindsided right. on a vote, you make sure that nobody in there feels like it's blindsided. Be like, oh man, I just, oh, I would have voted with you guys. I had no problem sending her home, but like, you know, go the other way. Just, swallow your pride a little bit and now even in this situation just swallow your pride daniel like you brought her into this situation she now went home whether or not you feel bad you feel horrible like it's your fault you're not here to do anything but win the game and you literally said it to us when nicole got evicted he goes you know you can't split the money at the end so you know what you're playing for play the game yeah swallow your pride and play the game and for people who are watching who have aspirations to go on you're never out until you're out as you could see with the Alyssa thing that this went down this week you never know what's going to happen. And one conversation, one one sentence you say might flip a switch in someone's head. So like Cody just said, you go up there, you make them all feel what he's doing right now, separating himself from them while they're all in the kitchen. They're basically like, he's already checked out. He's an easy, easy vote out. We're all here. This is an easy week for all of us, right, guys? We're all in this together. Let's just get him out and then we can continue playing the game. But yeah. let's not wrinkle any, let's not ruffle any feathers. Let's just get him out. He should be out there talking to everyone and just slowly chipping away at their walls and trying to say, hey, listen, I'm a free agent. If you're looking for a number, I might be that number for you. Will it work? You know, probably not. Mm-hmm. But what's worst case scenario? You go mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Well, you're going home anyway, so you have nothing to lose yep. and everything to gain. So if you get the chance to go on the show, don't do what Daniel's doing. As a super fan, he should know that this is not the this is not the move. This is not the chance. This is not how you turn it around. You don't know Nicole that well. 
you might never talk to her outside the house other than, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You're still in the game. Be happy about it and use that time that you have left to try to make a difference. I'll tell you right now, if I was Daniel, the first thing I would do, and I got to be honest with you, he's, you know, I, I feel like he's on his way out because I do think he's going to blow up. The first thing I would do would have been immediately like, okay, we got got. I can't believe I just did it to my friends. Man, I'm such an idiot. I would go for the sympathy route. Like I would go yeah. the route of like, wow, I can't believe I'm, I'm alone because they had a final two and it was obvious. I heard their names getting pu- brought tears? up together. Are you pulling tears? I don't know, bro. The acting skills um, could be coming out. I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know where I, I go. I better this. see crying. I you better see crying. I'd go the route of like, I can't believe I just did that to my best friend. Like, wow, I'm so out in this house. Like, I'm lost. I have no idea what I'm doing. And just kind of go the sympathy route of like, kind of being like, I am a lone wolf, but not go the route of like, hey, I'm a lone wolf. I could be used in your favor. I'd go the route of like, hey, I'm a lone wolf. Feel bad for me and go for somebody else. That's how I would go about it to get like people to be like, man, are we really going to put him on the block? This guy is all by himself. Hey, maybe we could use him. I don't want them to say they can use me because I told them that they can. I want them to feel that organically. So I'd go the route of like, hey. Because I tell you right now, there's people like Joseph who I think are always like thinking things like this. But then again, I don't know that Daniel has made everybody feel the uh, like very comfortable. And I, I definitely, after how tonight went, I don't know that he's going to go this route. But I would think that would be the best bet for him is go like the sympathy route. Like just feel sorry for yourself and make everybody else start to feel sorry for you. And then maybe they go after Alyssa. Yeah. I don't know. And then you made jury. Yeah. And then who knows what happens? No, I think you bring up a great point, though. It's beyond game. Not It's an uncomfortability because of the aggressiveness. Like mm-hmm. even the comments while in his face, you can see the anger. And that makes people uncomfortable. You're living in the same house with him. It happened with Devin. You know, it happened with Devin where yeah. it wasn't only strategic. He was starting to become aggressive. He came up to the room. He was like shaking my hand, but he's like squeezing the extra hard. He's like kind of like surrounding you. And he just became something where man too. Yeah, dude, he would crush me like in a heartbeat. I was like, if this guy grabs me, I'm just going (laughs) to scream and just hope I don't pass out before security gets in here. No, I mean, it's one of those things where he he was just like, and it wasn't even like a physical thing, right? It wasn't even like a physical thing. I know we're joking, but it was more like, I, I don't know if you experienced it, but like he would talk to you, but he's like, we, we were completely like nervous about him when he, he was just constantly going off the rails and everyone was kind of on board with it. And I think that everyone's like waiting for Daniel to pop off mm-hmm. and it makes it uncomfortable. You want to have fun in there. It is a game, but you want to have an enjoyable time. And if you're looking at someone and you're walking on eggshells because yes. you're afraid you're going to say something that's going to make them scream at you, which he's already done, by the way, I haven't had a chance to weigh in on that. I hope we get a longer interview with Daniel. I, I yeah, I'm gonna say to him it wasn't cool what he did. I didn't yeah. like that. Yeah. Talking to Taylor like that, unacceptable in all terms. I, I I know you and I spoke about it off yeah. record. We both agree, completely unacceptable. That's not the way you talk to a female. That wasn't his battle to fight. I don't know what he was doing. Not cool at all. If it was an outside world, I think things go a little different with some of the people that were in there. Mm-hmm. Amira kind of hinted to that when you yeah. you called her out on it. She she was apologetic and said it was wrong, but she also said. We're playing a game. Some of you may not agree with that. We can relate to that. Yeah. There were things that we saw in the house that would have been handled differently outside. But when you're there to change your family's life, yeah. lives, you, you're, you do think twice about things. So, um, and it's Daniel's- something that's a great, great point. And it's something that people on the outside will never understand until they play the game. So they should just like, I'm not asking for you to give people like the craziest slack in the world, but just give them some slack. Because yeah. they don't understand what what you just said and what you just described. They don't get that. Where you're like, oh, I should say something, but wait a minute, I, I don't want to. I really want to win the money, right? You know, some if you put his hands on someone oh, totally, or something yeah. like that, then you you interject and you do what you got to do. But words, you can work that out. But I know for me, there were things where it's like I want to say something right now. We didn't have anything like that, but mm-hmm. imagine you go home, you 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 say, hey, Daniel. Shouldn't say that, you know, and you get in a big blowout with them and it, it makes people in the house uncomfortable with you now as well. And you end up going home. Well, you just left your family for two months, whatever it is. And you spoke up where you could have spoke up after the show and did mm-hmm. the same, something mm-hmm. very similar. And, you know, for all for that, all for the money. So yeah, for some people, it may be worth it. I'll speak for myself. As long as it's nothing physical where I feel like someone's physically uh, in danger and they can't escape the situation. Then, you know, you just stand there, you make sure it doesn't get too heavy and you deal with it, you deal with it later or you let interviewers go after him afterwards. I felt like somebody could have said to him, like, maybe like, I don't know, one of the guys or someone or one of the girls, I don't really care. Like said to him, be like, not even in that moment, right? Go grab you afterwards. 
You do that to somebody in the house. I could see you doing this exact thing. Grab the person that you just go, hey, dude, I'm just looking out for you. I know she may make you feel some type of way. And she probably bothered you a lot right there. But you got up and you screamed at her and like kind of were stepping towards her. I'm telling you right now. Take yourself outside of the house. You think that's going to be a good look? You think people are going to love that? And maybe you'll get him to like kind of snap out of that mode of like, oh, now I'm just going to go in on Taylor and everything about her just bothers me and all this stuff and be like, okay, yeah, maybe I should be taking a step back. You know, not making it threatening, not doing this whole ordeal in front of the house. And if that causes you to go home, I think if that starts to spread around the house, nobody's going to feel uncomfortable with it because you didn't make anybody else feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So that's how I think that should be handled in Big Brother, which is where – you know, it's tough, but not everybody's perfect. So no, nope. So there was one other thing I want to talk about before we get to the hit list. And it was this plan for Joseph that he came up with. They're sitting outside. They're talking about how the previous week there was this blind side and the blind side just really shook the house up and it put people in bad situations like Kyle and other relationships that people had that were outside of the leftovers. And so they didn't want to do this blind side vote where people vote one way thinking that, Taylor's going home and now they're blindsided when Taylor doesn't go home. And I thought this was a brilliant plan. It made me just realize, and I've been like on Joe. I don't know why I described it that way. I've been like really liking how he's been playing. <laughs> hey, hey, though. Um, I've been liking how he's been playing the game much more every single week, week by week. He does something where I'm just like, this guy is gaming. He's gaming constantly. And this was brilliant to be like, let's not make it be a blindside. We have to come up with a way. So when any opportunity that you see fit, Let's try to get after it. And I thought it was a brilliant play by him. And it opened the door for Monty having a conversation with Nicole and dropping something to Jasmine, who is obvious. I mean, I don't know. Jasmine is just all over the place anyway. But it allowed that door to be open. And then you saw it in the vote tonight. It was a nine to one vote instead of a what would have been maybe like a six to four or maybe mm-hmm. like, you know, something something along those lines. And so. I thought it was a brilliant plan by Joseph and he's just kind of, he was somebody where the the first week started, it seemed to be like the game revolved around Taylor. And now there's like the Taylor drama, but the drama is slowly starting to like subside because the leftovers are now actually playing the game, which I love. And for everybody that's out here, like kind of dog in this cast, I'm like these there's gamers in here. I, yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. There's gamers this, in this, here. This, this season's, this season's got some str- there's not they're not all geniuses, but they're playing the game. There's yeah. constant strategy talk. They're making moves. They're manipulating the situation. They got a weird twist right now with the bestie twist, but yeah. they're making they're making moves with that. They're using that to their advantage strategically. No, this is. I mean, they're, they're, these aren't all Mensa members like Mike Michael. I mean, you got some got people who just learned the game, people yeah. who are recruits. Then you got people who are fans. Considering how early we are in the game. There's some high level skill going on here as far as what they're doing and how they're manipulating situations. There's alliances within alliances. Get out of here. If you're if this doesn't make you happy, if this season doesn't give you the strategic element you're looking for, well then you might you're as well never find gonna another be show. happy, right? Because you're never I, gonna be happy. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like everybody gets bothered by the one alliance that runs through from the first week all the way through. It didn't happen or early on this season. Then the leftovers formed, and people seem to really like some of the people in the leftovers. Really, at the end of the day, it was only Actually, it was really only Taylor that they liked. It was the leftovers. the leftovers. It was, but it was, it was Taylor and the leftovers. You know what I mean? Like That's everybody right. was like right. enjoying the leftovers. Like I'll call it what it is. Everybody only liked the leftovers because they included Taylor. Like that's why yeah. the fandom got all about the leftovers. I like the leftovers because no. they started playing the game, and they the the reason why I liked this because they saw what was happening to Taylor and were like, one, I don't like what's happening personally. Yeah, this isn't cool. But two, we can use this to our advantage in the game. And yeah. like that's and, that's strategy. That's strategy. And the alliance in the alliance in charge right now is not the alliance that was in charge to start the season. So you have a complete flip of the house. Exactly. What else do you want? What else, what else do, you, do want? you want? What what else are we looking <laughs> for here? We had a blindside two weeks in a row where actual yeah. votes were went opposite ways. Yeah, and Nicole knew at the end there, but that was because again they wanted her to know. They're yeah. trying to ease it going out because Kyle was saving himself yes. by going to them. So it's all strategy. They're not they didn't figure it. Nicole and Daniel didn't figure it out because they knew people started to leak it to them because they wanted them to know. Some exactly. of them. Well, that yeah. that's why I thought this plan was so brilliant by Joseph to kind of keep the leftovers a little bit more hidden. Because if they did that blindside and Kyle had the flip, 
it would have literally showed a clear line in the sand where the who the leftovers were because like right. Karen seemed to me be becoming over to that side. I couldn't tell if he was actually going to do it. But then you would have had Indy, Alyssa, Daniel, Terrence, and Jasmine that would have got completely blindsided and been like, "Yep, here's our seven. Here's your five. Now we're going against each other." I thought it was a brilliant play by Joseph, which is why he is so high on the hit list right now. Which is what we are going to dive into next. Right now. And we're going to do kind of a rapid fire with this, right? We're not going yeah. too well, in-depth. We're kind of be talking about it. Yeah. 12 through 8. Yeah. They're in their yeah, own Yeah, it's pretty tier. simple. All right. You you hit you hit the first one. So we're starting from the bottom, right? Bottom bottom always, man. Bottom up. I'm going to hit the first. I'm going to hit the first three. Yeah. I think that's better. The first three, and then I think eight and nine are kind of in their own tier with each other because they're really not threats. So the All first right. three we have are Daniel, Alyssa, and Indy. That's 12, 11, and 10. Daniel comes in at 12. Alyssa comes in at 11. Indy comes in at 10. The reason why we have Daniel all the way at the bottom of the barrel is because Daniel, we think, and Derek touched on this a little bit already, we think he's going to blow up. He's going to make himself a target this week. He's going to make himself a target unless he wins the HOH or unless he wins the veto. And then quite frankly, that's not going to move him up our hit list. It's going to save him for a week, and then he's going to stay at the bottom because then he's going to be right. public enemy number one. So Daniel stays at the bottom. Alyssa is right above Daniel because if it wasn't for Daniel being so, you know, I don't know what he was going for and just crazy and putting his closest person on the block, Alyssa was going home this week. And Alyssa and Indy have just been in the talks of constantly being like, okay, one or the other. Alyssa is more of a threat. Okay, maybe we could send Indy. So Daniel, Alyssa, and Indy, those names have been coming up a lot. So we find them at the bottom of the hit list. And we, and we don't think Kyle will save Alyssa. I do not think he'll no. put his neck out there for her. He wouldn't I know have done it this week. Yeah, I think he's feeling her. He might put a subtle hint out there that he doesn't think it's time for a go, but he knows that they know that they're in a showmance. And if he pushes it too hard, it's going to make him a target. So Without a doubt. I, I agree. So the next two, number nine, number Jazz- eight, interchangeable. Yeah, Maybe Terrence is slight edge, but we have him in at number nine and Terrence at number eight. And for us, Jasmine and Terrence – they could go home next week, but the thing about them is they're not big threats as of right now. People are looking at them like they're there. There's someone we can use for a number, but are they someone we're concerned about? Are there bigger fish to fry? And the answer mm-hmm. is yes. Now, if mm-hmm. Terrence or Jasmine start to go on a, a rampage and win a bunch of comps, that may change. I know Jasmine already has an HOH, mm-hmm. but I don't think anybody's looking at that like, oh, she's someone we have to – she's got one leg. I know mm-hmm. she's on the crutches now, but no one's yeah. really concerned about her. Terrence, Terrence is only in on the conversations he's allowed to be in on that he's brought into. Yes, he's not a mover. He's not. A, he's Great not. A, way to so it. he he's not making moves in the house. They're not. Nobody's saying behind Terrence's back. I wonder what he's planning. Yeah. So that's why we have Great them point. at nine and eight. Great point. Um, then the next person we have is Brittany because. We have Brittany coming in at seven because Brittany to us seems to be the bottom of the leftovers. I think she kind of feels it too because even even as she was kind of playing the game, she always seems to be a little down on herself. She seems to only really have Michael who she trusts fully, like fully trust Michael. And I don't necessarily know how much that'll do because – Brittany has been going back and forth throughout this game, and people have noticed that. I've seen it on the feeds. Everybody's talking about – I've heard don't trust Brittany. You can't trust Brittany a lot of times. I and it's been, a lot of it's been from the people outside of the leftovers. But if that starts to leak into the leftovers because she was in this all-girl alliance, that kind of – she was – she ran to – pooch with information from Amira. If that stuff starts to circulate within the leftovers, it may be like – or if that starts to happen, which she's already got caught on it, where she sees herself at the bottom of the barrel and she feels that and she starts to try to plant seeds with people outside of leftovers, they may be like, you know what, Brittany, you're going home. And they mentioned it already. It was like, okay, Brittany and Michael are on the block. Worst case scenario, if they don't win the veto the week that they thought they were going to, they were going to backdoor Taylor. It's like, if Michael and Brittany stay on the block, we'll just send home Brittany. Hmm. So that let me know right there that the leftovers were, this was the week that Amira went home. Yep. That for me told me, Brittany, you're at the bottom of the leftovers. So that's why Brittany comes in at seven. Yeah, Brittany's a good player. She's a decent player. Uh, but sometimes in Big Brother, you have people who are decent players, but just never get a solid footing to start. Yeah. And then they're always playing catch up. And mm-hmm. I feel like Brittany, you said it, she has Michael, but she really doesn't have anybody outside of that. And as the numbers dwindle, you're going to need a few people to, to, yeah. to go to battle for you. And she doesn't really have that. Uh, yeah. Number six, we have Taylor. 
Now, we know Taylor's a huge fan favorite. We're judging this on gameplay, where we see them going in the future, how they're going to stack up. We know right now she's a big part of the leftover. She's a big reason that the leftovers was created as far as the the, the, the theory behind it, the theme, the trying mm-hmm. to protect her, bring her into something. Taylor's got to play some game now. She's got her arch nemesis out in Nicole. She mm-hmm. had her moment tonight where she's, that's going to be played for years, where she called Nicole oh. out on national TV. She's oh. going to get the second half of you know that alliance out with Daniel next week. Well, then after that, you know, at that point, Taylor is now an equal. You mm-hmm. know, they saw Daniel and Nicole as kind of the bullies, not treating mm-hmm. her well. And yeah. so she's got that for another week. But then it's going to be like, okay, D- Taylor, now we got the people out that weren't treating you right. Mm-hmm. Now we got to start playing Big Brother. And I do yeah. think she's talking to everyone and she's a great person. And that that personality, that character will get you to a certain level. But she needs some strong alliances. And, and I don't know if you could tell me if I'm missing it. But Taylor doesn't really have that number one. Maybe Monty. But is Monty yeah. completely loyal well, to her or is it going to be? I don't know. I think Monty is connecting with her now. And it's it's like they've had a lot. They had deeper conversations. Like they had the conversation about colorism, Taylor and yes. Monty. And yep. they talked about that. And I think that made Monty – you know, start to get himself to not have this negative view on her. Then all of a sudden, all the lies that were kind of starting in the beginning of the season, it started to come to fruition that that's not true. So, and then Monty straight up was having a conversation with Taylor saying like, you know, imagine seeing two strong people at the end, like us, that could be something that's amazing. So I think, I don't know if that's something that's going to be where that's the route that he goes and he's going to the end with her, or he's going to stick to the pound. I find Monty much, much closer to Joseph and Turner. I, I think agree. he's much closer with those I two agree. than he is with Taylor. So that's why we brought Taylor in at six. We yeah. need to see Taylor start doing more things in a game sense than just being brought in as the number in the leftovers and then just giving us the majority. Right. Because she keeps if that's the in- case, you know. Yeah, she keeps saying in the DR, I have people, my people, I'm gonna they've been protecting me, I'm gonna protect them. Start protecting them. Do something. Win yeah. an HOH. Do something like that. Make some moves. Better your yeah. position in the house. I think it'd be yeah. great. So, Because at the end of the day, you only can rely on one person, and that's yourself. So yeah. Taylor has the potential. She's right in the middle of the pack. Not a bad mm-hmm. spot to be at this point in the game. Yeah. Uh, but if we, we want to see her at the top of the hit list, we got to see the potential for her to go on a streak and get herself to the end if need be. Yeah. So the next one we have is number five, and that is Kyle. Kyle comes in at number five. Kyle's just, you know, he's in a good spot. He started the leftovers. The only thing that makes me not love Kyle's positioning is that he's nonstop mentioned. I'm loyal to the leftovers over Alyssa. Trust me. Let's get her out. Let's send her home. Then he was kind of teetering on that today. And we say it all the time. We know that he wouldn't have done it because he was saying stuff on the feeds. But then you get him in the DR and you can tell that it's pulling on his heartstrings what's going on with Alyssa and blindsiding her and making her upset and making her feel like she can't trust him. I'm telling you right now, no matter what he says on the feeds to anybody in that alliance, you can tell the type of person that Kyle is. It's pulling on his heartstrings. And so I think that's going to hurt his game. I think he'll end up sliding a little bit, but I also think he could end up going up if Alyssa goes home. So Kyle could be in two different situations. The longer Alyssa stays around, the more he's going to slip for me. The quicker Alyssa goes, the more he has the potential to go higher. Because yeah, I think and, Kyle can do well. And I and I agree with you. And not only that, it's on the feeds. But if he keeps saying, oh, I don't care about Alyssa, I don't care about Alyssa to, to the boys. But then they catch him in the room every other second with her. They're going to be like, man, who's he playing here? Is he playing her or is he playing us? It's just going to make, right. again, BB paranoia. Doesn't that's matter it what goes. it is. Yep. He could be telling her the same thing that he's telling you guys. And that's what you're that's what you're gonna run through your head. Uh yep. Monty, we kind of talked about Monty quickly. He's already shown the ability to win an HOH, and he's someone who shows moments of really high potential, and then moments where I question if he knows what he's doing in there. I do agree mm-hmm. with you that Monty's someone who appears to be more loyal to Joseph and Turner. But he also does have Taylor, and I do think Taylor is actually loyal to him. Mm -hmm. Kind of could look at it. I'm not saying she's this player, but with me, where we have this Victoria-type player where she's not going to win a lot of comps for you as of yet, but she's a number during voting. So if he ever goes on Mm -hmm. the block or anything, Taylor's not going to vote against him unless she Mm -hmm. has reason to. Mm -hmm. So as the numbers dwindle, Victoria, uh, not Victoria, Taylor becomes more valuable. She's not in a Victoria league. She's not. 
I don't know who else I can say. She's not. And I love Victoria. Victoria, she don't watch these. She don't watch Big Brother. But she's not. She definitely has more capability, more athletic. She's more personable, things like that. I really yeah. had Victoria to myself as far yeah. as, a, as, a, as a number. So yeah. Taylor, Taylor's someone who, as the game dwindles down, her vote's going to become extremely impactful as far as who goes home, who stays. And Monty yeah. is physically capable of it. He seems like a smart guy. Good in conversations. I don't think he's the best. I think we have better social players in there. Mm -hmm. He does say some things sometimes where I think he maybe says too much. Mm -hmm. He kind of thinks out loud, but he thinks yeah. out loud with other people. So yeah. that could hurt him down the road. But I do like Monty, yeah. and if he won the game, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, the the other thing that lets me know that Taylor's locked in with him was early on in the game, the whole drama that stemmed with Paloma was Paloma said something to her that made her want to share something in a conversation with Monty that ultimately ended up causing the whole house to target her. It's when she brought up to Monty, hey, Paloma said like she's nervous about the guys being super tight. So just keep an eye on it. Yeah. And Monty ran to Paloma with that. And so that lets me know, like, Taylor has extended olive branches to Monty multiple times in this game. And mm -hmm. so now is Monty going to actually use it? I don't know. Because sometimes when you have that thought in your head about somebody, it it's tough. I think now everybody sees that Taylor has a good heart. She's not this manipulative, vindictive person that yeah. everybody thought in the beginning. And so now, you know, it would be nice to see, like, that yeah. side. He's got to value her as a game player. Yes, he has That's to value as a game player. It's not going to matter. He's got to see, hey, can she help me get to the final two? Yeah, correct. So at number three, and we talked about this earlier, three and four, Monty and Turner. We could have flip-flopped them, but number three is Turner. Your boy. And Tur what's up? Your boy. Yeah, my boy. Tur uh, what's his name? What's a, but, uh, His name's Tina. Michael Mike Tina. Mikel? Mikel Turner? Uh, so we got Turner coming in at three and honestly, I think that he had the reason why he's so high for me is because he had a great HOH week. He had a phenomenal HOH week, getting out of mirror, getting that blind side happening, being the first one to like, like kind of stand up to be like, Hey, everybody, the treatment of Taylor was wrong. And he said it in the veto meeting and he almost came across like he, like, you don't think Taylor's going to remember that down the line. Yeah. She was Taylor's crying. 100% remember that. She was just, she was crying when he was saying it. And so Turner is in a very good position because I think he he dealt that HOH very well. I think he's not going to be viewed as the one person that's really like the mastermind of the leftovers. I think other people are going to come to that forefront. And so I think that he can almost like move up just because I think he's going to stay in the shadows. Yeah, he's so jury all day. Why. He's been on a jury. Yeah. Easy, easy. I think he'll go. I think he'll go even further than that i want to say he's like easily like top six do you think at this point he can win the game though i don't yeah i don't, I don't because either. i don't think he's gonna tell people things in the final two that are like oh they're gonna be like like you know what i'm saying like people need to come to that realization themselves and then when they hear it from you they're like yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly I don't think Turner will be doing that. He'll be trying to like convince people. Yeah. You know, and we have him higher than I think he has. I think Monty has a better chance than winning than him, but that's, yeah, we're going week to week where they, we think they are in the house right now, not necessarily the best chance to win. And so that brings us to the, well, next let me person. take number two. Yeah. Go let for me take it. Number two, you take number one. Got it. Number two, we have Joseph. And the reason why I'm doing this obviously is everybody knows why, if they know, if they listen to our first episode, they know who Derek picked to win, mm. which it was did a I? phenomenal oh, pick, right. bro. I did. I did. Butter that bread, baby. Yeah, I'm buttering it. Wait, what? I don't know what you're saying tonight. <laughs> you're on top of Joseph. You're buttering bread. I mean, I'm hungry, dude. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, so at number two, we have Joseph coming in. I love Joseph. I think he's my favorite person of the season. I wish I would have picked him, but you know what? It's not my fault because Joseph was an alternate. So maybe I would have picked him because Nicole started spiraling. I was like, I picked Nicole early on. And then by the second week, I was like, dude, this girl is losing it. She was telling Michael that she was a detective. She was like, open up. I was like, you're talking too much. You're doing too much. It was literally week two that I already like pulled off. I was like, there's not a chance this girl wins the game. And I wish I would have picked Joseph because, man, he is very good. I'm super high on Joseph, and I love how I love how cutthroat and strategic he is. Mm -hmm. Now, the only thing is, I don't love how he talks a lot. He's he's the he's doing a lot of the planning outside of Michael, and I'm like, dude, if you talk too much and it gets around and people start to view that as a threat, they may be like, oh, I don't want to sit next to Joseph. Mm. And that could hurt him in the end. But man, he is playing a great game. He was such a great alternate. I'm so happy he's on the season. He's one of those players, again, kind of like a Paul Abrahamian, like comes into the game, 
not maybe a super fan, but just as a smart person and learns yeah. it and you get to see the evolution of their game totally, where he's, bro. he's just naturally a smart guy. And yes. so he's, he's putting it all together. Oh, I know what this game is now. Bro. Yeah, he's putting it all together. Because Paul went from being someone who's there to with a rubber ducky around his waist to like, well, this guy's legit. Like he's, he's yeah. spinning everybody. Yeah. And that's kind of Joseph where he's just naturally good at big brother. I know he's, uh, yeah. I don't know if he's a, uh, an attorney yet or going Studying to be an attorney. To, yeah, something like that, right? I mean, and, and and just like not always the smartest people just because they're a lawyer, but you could tell his way of thinking. He processes yeah, information. Totally. He downloads it and then computes what's the best move. And he does talk a little bit, but he physically, he looks like he has the capability of winning some physical comps, although Big Brother's never been like a real physical game. Mm-hmm. But he does seem like someone who... If it's mental or if it's something where it's endurance, maybe he would be okay. Although I do think with those big ass arms, if it's like a hanging comp or whatever, I think he's done. I think he's roast those the oxygen to the muscles is gonna yeah. go quick. Yeah, can honestly. somebody find Joseph's uh can somebody find Joseph's Instagram or Twitter for me? Because I was trying to find it the other day. And so put that down in the comments because I, I want to uh I might want to get a workout in with this kid guy. I can't want a kid. He's 25, he's not a kid. You want to get a uh, workout, I get a workout wanna... in with Joseph when we get out of the house, bro. That kid is that kid is big. Tonight was not the night to say you want to work out with Joseph. I'm just gonna leave it there. If people, why, bro? I, dude, hey man, uh, he lost his he lost his bromance um, very early with Pooch. I just want to be on Joseph. Outside of the house, I just want to be on Joseph. Man. And by the way, if anybody bro, has his, his Instagram, I mean, I'm not even like I don't care, bro. I'm comfortable with who I am. That kid's body is like sculpted oh, he's by ripped. the gods. He he's ripped, out of control, ripped. Yeah, he's like the body type where I look at him, I'm just like, what am I doing differently than him? That his body is just chiseled out of his mind. It's gotta be some like, genetics. It's I wasn't that at twenty five. I mean, I no. was skinny. No, I wasn't that skinny at twenty five. But man, he is just. I like the guy. I like Joseph man, a lot. You got a man crush on Joseph. I got a man crush on Joseph. There we go. Just say it. It took me all episode to say it. <laughs> you got That's it. That's what it is. It is right. what it is. So I, I don't go for the sculpted guys. I go for the smart guys. And that brings oh, us okay. to number one. You just you just time out. You just spent that whole time saying he's very intelligent. <laughs> just because yeah. he's sculpted doesn't mean I'm him. looking at I'm looking at his personality, Cody. I don't look for the physical aspect of it, obviously. Oh, yeah. I stick to the mental and what they have inside. <laughs> and that's why Michael's number one. We're going my off eyes. the rails, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Just, just the first week back, man. Bear with us. Yeah, we this is great. No, Michael. We Michael's amazing. You know, he I'm is. not going to spend all day. He's great. He's got the full package. He knows the game. He's a super fan. He he has that house where he reads people well. Yes. He knows how to manipulate them. He is an attorney. He's a great speaker. He understands the game, good at competitions. And that would be the only knock I have on him right now is the fact that he's won a few comps. Although again, Cody and I talked before we record, Cody said it right out. People really ain't looking at him yet as a competition threat. Although I will say this, he is my pick to win, but I feel a little different than Cody. Although you kind of agreed with me after I said it, I know that they say, Oh, if Brittany and Michael are on the block, Brittany goes home. Mm Mm-hmm. We're getting to the point where if I see Michael on the block and he's not my number one next to someone who's never won a competition, I'm thinking about sending Michael home. I really yeah. am. And he's but not he's, at the top of the totem pole for the leftovers or anybody for that He's matter. not. He's not. But let me ask you this. Do you think they're seeing it in the house the same way that we're seeing it outside the house? I don't think they see it now. But if Michael's on the block on eviction night, I'm thinking about who should I send home and why? Because that at point I have to. So now I'm sitting there just hypothetically because they're besties. If Brittany's on the block, Michael's got to be there too. So I'm looking at them as players. First off, is Michael my number one? For anybody but Brittany, no, he's not. Is Michael my number two? Is he anybody's number two in there really? Am I missing it? Like who's he? I know he's in the the leftovers, but who? He he has that final three that Brittany Taylor and him created. Um, right. I so don't maybe, know. maybe yeah. Taylor, but I don't think Taylor, if Taylor, Taylor would go with the majority. I think, mm-hmm. I think Monty, Kyle, Joseph, maybe even Turner. I think they look at that and go, can we beat this guy in, in a mental comp? Can we beat him in something that's got some, who do we puzzle, find? Who puzzle? do we feel is more of a threat? Right. Can we beat Brittany? But here's the thing. Do you think they'll trust? I think the reason that saves him is because they'll be like, we trust him more than we trust her. And I don't know yeah. that they think until it's – if it's deeper in the game, yes. And I think as we get deeper in the game, he's going to win more comps. But I do if too. It's, if it's recent, if it's if it's in the next like week or two weeks, and I don't – I mean honestly, I don't think him and Brittany are going to be on the block within the next couple of weeks. I think they oh, have no, this no. planned out. They're good. I think, I think Daniel, what's 
Exactly. What's going to happen this week is that Taylor just joined, which I wanted to get your opinion on that. Taylor joining Jasmine, um, Taylor joining Indy and Alyssa, because they're probably going to give if if somebody in the leftovers wins the HOH, they're going to give her a break. They're going to try to keep her off the block, which means that either uh, Kyle and Daniel go, Daniel are going on the block or a group is going on the block to be pawns to then backdoor Kyle and Daniel or just backdoor Daniel. Did you think that it was a good – I thought it was good because she joined the only group that was that had no leftovers in it. But I'm like, how long are we doing this leftover twist? She may ultimately like the, hurt. The, the bestie twist? The bestie twist. Yeah. yeah. The leftover twist. The bestie twist. Like how long do you think we're going to do this for? I think they'll do it until it doesn't add anything to the show. I think it's interesting to kind of know like you can't put Daniel up with a pawn right now. You got to put him up with one of your people. Kyle's yeah. higher on the totem pole. It, it If it wasn't for the bestie twist – Right. There's a chance that Monty can't mask the fact that he's putting up Nicole. You yeah. know, oh, I'm, I, we want Taylor out, Nicole. So I have to put you up. Yeah. That wouldn't have flied if, if it was just one on one. They would have been like, why are you putting me up next to Taylor? Put up someone outside of our agreement. But yeah. they were able to mask it and get a big target up there without that target really knowing they were tar- the target until it was too late. Yeah. I'm so thinking that's that a little bit of value. Yeah. I mean, I like. <laughs> I think this week there's you're going to see like a Jasmine and a Turner on the block or a Kyle and a Daniel on the block because I think they're going to give. What's that? You don't think they go right for Kyle and Daniel right off the jump if they're not? I don't know. Well, here's the thing: is that yeah, they very well could because you're playing a competition where there's two of you now. You could be like Kyle, sit down, throw it. Yeah, make sure he doesn't win it. They could very well do that because it's not. It's like the battle of the block. How much manipulation we had on the battle of the block because we were like, we'll just put you up there with somebody, throw it, guarantee it, and then. Well, we didn't have that much manipulation because the week that we tried to do that, Donnie still beat us. God, Caleb and I Donnie. sucked. By the way, Donnie, great interview with Donnie. You know, I, I and people are like, oh, why wasn't Derek there? They did not get along. Me and Donnie get along great. He came to my book tour. In fact, he mentioned I, it in the episode. So it yeah. just shows that people didn't even listen to that point. Yeah. And I, it's fun. I was the one. I was in Hawaii and I was like, yo, hit up Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. Because Donnie's always following the show. And I, I love yeah. Donnie. He's great. Him and I didn't see eye to eye in the house. That's okay. You know, it was one of those things where we're not in the house we, anymore. We, we were, it was Team America. It was one thing we were trying to get some money, and I knew Donnie was coming for me, and I was coming for him. Mm-hmm. That was really it. Simple, but it wasn't personal. It's a game and, of Big Brother. Yeah, it's a game and, of I Big mean, Brother. I never, I never, I'm cool with him and Jacosta. I don't care yeah. about the votes, nothing like that. I mean, yeah, that was the thing that somebody you know, said. I cried somebody about like, it last night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's what somebody said Could've something. Night to night me. Out. <laughs> that's right i have that over you i mom. know i know you do <laughs> trust right. me i'll never live it down yeah um, uh, i actually i don't think i've ever brought that up to you that might have been the first time no i love it um, i love it you saw i was dude i was smoking a cigar I, after you won i know I loved it was it. awesome it would love it dude it's so funny because people was like donnie was coming after you like somebody said something to me on uh on twitter and they was like oh you were so afraid of Kesar," and i was like this dude was talking about me the entire time. They think that I have this like personal vendetta against Kesar, which I like really liked Kesar and I lo- enjoyed talking to him in the house. But it was like he was talking about targeting me and he was trying to target me. So it's like when somebody's trying to target you and Big Brother, Derek, what do you do? You target them. You target Simple. them. That's how the game goes. <laughs> and then- I'm just like some people just watch the show and they just don't understand the concept. They think because they love a person in the house. <laughs> and so they think that the reason is personal when it's just like, no, it's not. Like Donnie was talking to me about targeting you. So you were like, I'm a target Donnie. Even yeah. though we're Team America. I told him. I could get paid. I told him. I was like, hey, I know I heard from people coming after me, but it was no hard feelings. And I will say this in relation to KSR and even Donnie, this isn't a bad thing or a dick. I'll tell you what. It's really easy to get over. And you can attest to this. It's really easy to get over things and not hold grudges when you win. <laughs> and KSR came after you, but you walked away with a half a mil. I think you're uh, over it. Yeah. Don't. I actually <laughs> don't. Any- I mean, you know, no, yeah. I, I mean, I really like Kesar. I think he's that's why he's a fan favorite. That's why he's come back. That's why I, he's able to come back for a second All Stars after right, not playing for right. Nah, X no hard feelings on any of it. No hard feelings on any of it. Any it's other thing? Game. Any other final thoughts? Nope, nope, guys. This, this is a, this a train point, wreck of an episode. If you made it to this point, if you made it to this point, just because of all the 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 man crush that I got going on with Joseph, just throw an eggplant in the comments. Oh, throw an oh eggplant you went in there. The com- we are getting there tonight. <laughs> you went there. I haven't even. I've been drinking apple juice. And throw a brain up there for me, because it's all about the brain. It's all about the personality. And by the way, we're gonna throw it up right now. It's a little different how we're gonna do it because we didn't have it up during the episode. Right now on your screen, as you're seeing it, there's the hit list. One more time, in case you didn't have it written down yep. for this week to see how we do weeks going forward. We have Daniel at the bottom, Alyssa, Indy, Jasmine, Terrence, Brittany, Taylor, Kyle, Monty, Turner, Joseph, and 
Michael. So we will, we'll update it weekly. We'll see how far we were off. We're, we've been pretty good so far with the, with the, with the hit list. I think that's why you guys like it. So we'll see how it works out one week. You can be at the top next week. You can be at the bottom just by one conversation. Yep. So also it is official, Derek, you did better than me this season. My pick has been eliminated. And, and this is my chance to take the lead because since we've been doing the winner circle, we both picked Xavier. Both of us got it wrong on BB Canada. Mm-hmm. Technically, oh, I my guy got second. Time out. My guy got yep. second. Still on BB lost. Canada. Still no, 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 lost. no, 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 no. That's not how this works. Oh, okay, then let's count the BB All Stars when I picked Cody and Cody won. We time out. That's not winner circle. I was doing. I was technically. Oh no, it wasn't the winner circle yet. That's right. Damn it. That was after you came back because we it. couldn't. We couldn't be the winner circle until you won. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this wouldn't have really worked. Yeah, it would have been like I would have still got crucified. Somebody tweeted, which I loved, and somebody was like, hey, "Well done, uh, Daniel made the dumbest move of Big Brother get removed from Cody." I was like, "Yes, yes, take it." <laughs> no, I, so this would be my chance to take the lead. We both got Xavier. We were both wrong on Big Brother Canada. So if that's not, how we're playing it. If you're not if you're first, not, you're last. Okay, so even if so, you got to get you got to get it all the way right. If you pick them to win and they don't win, okay. And, and Josh right, got fair. smoked. Josh got smoked, by the way. So. He didn't even have a Who? chance. Wasn't Josh? Your pick was Josh. Yeah, but he got second, and he and he didn't even get a vote, did he? He so got one what? vote. Your pick went out fourth, same as Nicole. And how much? And basically, they went home. Well, no, yours went home with more money, essentially, than Herman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did right, because he won. Right, no, right. it's still a loss. No, you didn't even pick Herman. I did pick Herman to win. Oh, you picked Herman. That's right. You're right. That's right. And he yeah. went home like what? Third or fourth? Dude, fourth he got smoked. Now. He went home like like I your pick. Really liked Herman anyway. We're, so we I, yeah, so we we I have a chance. I'm still in the running. I think he has the potential. He's the guy to win right now. It's totally. his, it's his totally. season to win. We'll see if he can maintain it because it's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, and every week one wrong chess move could affect you four weeks down the road. That's mm-hmm. why Big Brother is so fascinating. You're setting yeah. up right now for the end game. What you do today could affect your ability to win tomorrow. So he has he has to think ahead. Yes, he's okay right now, but he has to think about who's going to be left in the game when it's time to play. And yeah. Who he's sending home right now could affect that his ability to win at the end. So we'll see. I think so far he's played good. I think the people going home are the right moves. Daniel's probably the right move. But then after that, yep. he's got to start thinking about who can I beat in the end? Who do I who do I want to separate and fracture so that it's not a majority alliance in me at the end? Because right. that could easily happen if Brittany goes home where he's in the final four with him, Kyle, Monty, and Joseph. Yeah. So and we'll see what happens. Yep. Exciting, exciting stuff. I'm pumped. We taking him. You, why don't you take us out tonight? Oh, you want me to take us out? Yeah, take us out tonight. We, all right, we're guys. all over the place on this episode. Yeah, we're all over the place. But, you know, if you guys made it to this point, for me, drop an eggplant. If you're here for Derek, drop a brain. Or you like people with brains. If you like people with bodies, drop an eggplant. But we appreciate you guys joining here. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel. Turn on those notifications. We're going to be interviewing Nicole. That's going to be coming out on Saturday. And so there's going to be some questions. Again, we have already touched on it. It's not going to be long, but if you guys are liking the con, uh, if you guys are liking the content, be sure to drop a comment, man. And we will see you next week.